Hello, everybody. Welcome to Junk Miles with Chip and Jeff episode. Jeez, oh, what episode, Chip? What are you thinking? I'm going to throw an 18 in there, ah, but I could be wrong. I think we're up to episode 19. I think that's very apropos because we are now in the year of our Lord, 2019. Um, people are probably like... Why is that apropos? Because it's episode 19, and we're in the year 2019. So... <laughs> Oh, I say it's the same number. Same number. Same number. I see what same you're saying. Okay, I get you. I get you. Now I'm, right. I'm up to speed now. It's been a while. You guys are I'm probably... not a math guy. No, no. Math's for other people, for mm-hmm. like engineer types and sure. computer scientists. Bring an accountant in here. Have him do a podcast. Maybe we'll. Maybe we'll get the comptroller for Junk Miles at Chip and Jeff in I here. think it'd be great. Um, yeah, people, we haven't been around in a while, and I think we probably... We owe it to you as fans of Chip and Jeff, as Junk Mile fans, to let you know why. Basically, uh, I needed some time off to paint my dining room and my living room yeah oh and also chip has been in la for the past six months so that also uh added to the uh, hiatus but i did want to point out your uh, living room and dining room i think were great uh they they look beautiful now you have painted them over and over again mm-hmm. for the past six months <laughs> so you let it dry you paint it seems like the room is small considerably smaller uh it's, it's yes. clo- the walls are closing in I don't want to say you overdone it, but I, but I bet you your heating bill this uh, winter is is going to be next to nothing. Yeah, it's a weird thing. There's there's probably a uh, term for it, psychological term, where I just can't stop painting layers upon layers in sure. my house. Yeah, but um, didn't Stephen Wright uh, buy some used paint? I think he did. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah, it was in the shape of a house. It was in the shape. That's right. Yes. That's what. It, yes. That's what it was. Uh, can I tell a quick Stephen Wright story? Yes, I like to call him Steve Wright. Steve Wright. We know each other. We go back <laughs> way, way back. Steve Wright. So I went to see Steve Wright at the. I want to. I want to say it was at the Keswick Theater a number of years ago. I'm going to call it. Let's let's call it a decade ago. Okay, right outside of Philly, right? Yes. Keswick. Yeah, Keswick in uh, Glenside. Glenside. Yeah. PA. Sure. So it was me and a few of my uh, my comedian compadres, and we were sitting, I believe it was Pat House was sitting next to me. There was two gentlemen, I'd put them in their 60s or 70s, probably 70s, in front of us. And we're watching the show. It's a fun show. Stephen Wright did a really fun yeah. show. Throwing in a lot of the hits, which I thought was very interesting. That's, I love when I do that. Some of the, a yeah. lot of the jokes from the 80s, which was interesting. Uh, I liked it. He, so he did a bit. Stephen Wright did a bit. I don't remember the exact bit. I I, I, I I wouldn't do it justice here. But basically, the gist of his bit was that when they were growing up, his mother would give him pancakes in the morning, <laughs> but instead of giving them syrup, would yeah. give them truth serum. <laughs> so then that they would always tell the truth and they couldn't lie to her. Oh, and my goodness. That was the gist of the joke. Right, and right. I don't remember the exact punchline or however it went. Uh, but it got a big laugh. Yeah. And again, let me review. Yep. The gist of the joke was that her mo- his mother gave them, instead of syrup, gave them truth syrup. Mm-hmm. Got a big laugh. One of the elderly gentlemen in front of me turned to the other guy and goes, <laughs> that's something Frank would do. <laughs> Apparently Frank not only has access to truth serum, <laughs> but this is something that he would do. Well, he said he would do, so hypothetically. Do, yeah, you don't want to put that on Frank. I've never been the type of person to po- like. I could point somebody out, and be like, "Oh, Jeff would probably like this band," or you right. know what? Oh, I bet you Jeff would say something <laughs> about this, but never. Oh, I think Jeff would surreptitiously—no pun intended—give somebody Whoa. some truth serum. Yeah, but it was the most outrageous. It wasn't like I can. You've I've heard that at a comedy show so many times. Like, yeah. oh, ladies, yeah, you're always shopping and doing that. Oh, some my wife does, and we all we all yeah. laugh about it. Sure, but, uh, never truth serum related. <laughs> It's a good truth serum, sir. It'd be fun to have some truth serum. I don't know if I'd want it, though. I wouldn't want... 
I wouldn't want to be around people telling the truth all the time. No, I like people lying to me, me telling too. me what I want to hear. Tell me what I want to hear. I can figure it out for myself, probably. Why get the same? Why have my inner thoughts on the same wavelength as mm-hmm. everyone else? Right. I agree. Yeah. Um, as I mentioned, uh, Chip has been like I think the last time we were together was last summer. A lot has changed. It is. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Was our last episode the the group run? Group run. Group run. That was totally good, fun. Good group times. run. Yeah. Yeah. Hot day, but fun. Yeah. I, I want to give you guys a visual. Like you know, you all know Chip and I. What we look like. You know, two insanely fit runner types. Yep. Each of us probably. Oh, Jeff is actually doing one-handed push-ups as he yeah. he picked the microphone up in his mm-hmm. hand and started doing one-handed push-ups here. About reach about six five, about one ninety-five, pure lean muscle mass. Sure. Uh, but right now, I notice Chip is wearing yoga pants. I am. He's wearing a uh, kind of a yoga top. Mm-hmm. You're wearing a, a trucker hat that says, I love L.A.? Yes. Wow, it's, yeah. it's nice. Yeah. I, I guess they're still cool. And you're sipping a giant, extremely large green beverage. I am. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing L.A. was good for you. It was great. Yeah. You can see my shine, not just from the <laughs> smoothie, but uh, it, was, it was. It was It was a lot of fun. Uh, there were no earthquakes when I was there. No wildfires? There was. There oh, there was. was. It, was yeah. it was the biggest one in history. Oh, you were there or, for that. I was there for that. Or I don't know if it was in L- the biggest LA in history, but the one up in San Francisco I know was. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there was. It was the, the big wildfires out in, I guess, Thousand Oaks and Malibu. Yeah. Uh, we. Uh, it was. Now, I wasn't anywhere near there necessarily. I was probably about eight, 10 miles to the east, but in Van Nuys where I was staying. But there was a couple of days where we basically had to stay inside with all the windows and oh doors God. shut because you go outside and it felt like you were just standing right next to a grill because oh it was just uh, smoke just coming at you, ash falling to the ground. So, but you were there before and after where you could enjoy actually the beautiful LA weather? Yes. Was it as people in picture? Beautiful LA weather for the most part. It's I st- I don't I haven't stopped talking about it. It's <laughs> it, it it is cliche to say, but it, it's the greatest weather in the world. Yeah, right. I mean it it's literally sunny. I, now I was there for a very good time of the year. I think for them, yeah. I wasn't there for the hot hot summer. Uh, I was there from the end of September until the end of January. Yeah, and from I was home for two weeks of Christmas. From the end of September until Christmas time, it rained one time for about a day and a half straight and that was that was and i think it might have rained like twice overnight at some point that i never even saw but for my waking hours it, it rained basically one day oh my god and then uh i did come back and they did have uh when i was back for a few weeks in january they did have about four days straight of pretty crazy rain and they were like this is unheard of we've never dealt with this before and uh so they, they had a decent amount of rain but other than that sunny and 70 wow every, just every like single day jeans t-shirt mm-hmm. that's it right that's what I wore every day to work. Uh, you, you don't you don't even think about it. It's cr- like you don't yeah. think about the weather. It's just you just count on it. It's it's always like this. The only thing you do have to remember is if you're going to go out and you're you're going to go out in the like let's say a Saturday afternoon and you're going to stay until Saturday evening. Yeah, it does drop at night. Because, oh, okay. Because we are in the Sorry desert. To hear that. Mm-hmm. We're in the desert, so it does go down at night. But I mean, you're going down to 50 degrees, let's say. So you're not. So you want a sweatshirt, a hoodie, sweatshirt, a hoodie. with you? Yeah. yeah, and you got a, a lot of them, right? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the, yeah, the weather was great, and it's beautiful out there. I was in the valley most of the time, which is the valley. Have you been to LA before? I have, but yeah. I, I've like a week here or there a couple times. Um, your your, Amer- your uh, America's Got Talent audition. Yeah, it didn't go American well. American Idol auditions. Yeah, American Idol. All those auditions, I didn't have really have a lot of time to 
basically sightsee. I was in my hotel room doing the juggling, the ventriloquism, trying to sure. get it all together. Yeah, it takes and a lot one, of focus. It takes a lot of focus. And both times, my wheel broke off my unicycle. And it, I spent most of the time looking for unicycle shops to repair it. It was it wasn't good, Chip. You know, and, and you know that's what they say. They'll they're like you know Hollywood will chew you up and spit you out. Yeah, and they'll take your unicycle with. Them. Yeah, but I, I got to give a shout out to Ken's Unicycles in yep. um in Silver Lake. Yep, great great shop. They hooked me up with a couple of unicycle wheels. Yeah, yeah uh, I I think that that's the big sign. Uh, Ken's <laughs> Unicycles one wheel. Tons of discounts. Yeah, I think that's what... It, lots of savings. Tons of savings. Tons of savings. Yeah. What is the single best thing besides the weather about living in L.A.? Like if you said, hey, I should really live in L.A. because... Right. Yeah. That's a great question. Uh, everyone is, is so nice out there. Are they really? They really are. And I think a lot of it is fake nice, but at least it's nice. It's kind of like it's kind of like lying to me about, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. about do we really want to know? Do you want the truth serum? It's everybody's just very pleasant out there. I, That's uh, awesome. I actually wanted to be like I always think I'm a nice guy, you are. Uh, but I'm Philly nice. I've learned right that we're jerks if we go <laughs> out there. We're, we're we're too we rush around too much. Yeah, people just kind of do their own thing and take their time. Uh, yeah, but the weather just the, I I just love the. Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? It's good to have words on yeah, podcasts. Yeah, sure. The, uh, let's throw some out there. The topography, the geography. Is topography the word I'm looking topography, for? Topography, sure. Could get be. the mountains. Yeah, that's it's topography. Just, you feel like you're out. You just you're 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 out. You literally, LA is a desert, uh, and you just eat, the palm trees are everywhere. So cool. But the uh, the mountains. I, I did a lot of hiking when oh, I was good. out there. My friend uh, Blake Wexler. Uh, he uh, he and I did some hiking. A bunch of us did. We a uh, lot of different places to hike. Never got to the ocean. I was just what? busy. Never got to the ocean. I figured you'd come back just like hanging ten, being surf chip, chip, I, surfer chip. No, I know, I know. I never once got to the, to the ocean. That's how big LA is too. I mean, as you, know, LA is just a huge, huge, huge place. It's, it's. I didn't have a car when I was out there, either. so you didn't have to worry about all the traffic that most people go out there and complain about. No, I, I took the bus in the valley, and it was during rush hour, but it was, it really wasn't bad because yep. you're in the valley and it's just going from one place to another. It's not. I'm not crossing. I'm not on the 405. Not on any of the highways yeah. going over the over the mountains. But yeah, it was. It, it's it's it is a little bit difficult to get around because it is so big, and it's not like it's not like a big like I thought it was like oh I'm going to the big city. It's just twenty five different suburbs thrown together is kind of like what L A is like. You have the downtown area. I don't think I was downtown at once. I wasn't downtown once no? either. No Viper room for Chip. I didn't get to the Viper room oh. this time. Uh, but I was in Hollywood a lot, <laughs> and I was in uh, you know all over the valley and in Glendale and and uh, Los Feliz and. Uh, Silver Lake, Echo Park, you know all the, but which which was fun, but uh, but there's just there's so much to see. It's such a huge place. Well, you know, as we were saying, we're a fitness running podcast. Right. We take it very serious. Yeah. Um, when you get out there and you see everybody, and the weather's beautiful, you are probably more. Yeah, I should get out and hike. I should get out and run. One hundred percent. Even with my long days, like I think is too. It was December, and I would get home. I didn't get home until about eight o'clock at night. Right. And I could just throw on the uh, the old sneaks and mm-hmm. go for a uh, go for a run at eight o'clock at night. It's not freezing out. Uh, the uh, here's something interesting. The I say it's interesting. It's not very interesting, but it's well, a fact. I'll be the judge of that. Okay. Okay. I'll be the judge of the interesting part of it. In uh, the beautiful San Fernando Valley where yeah. I was living, I was so I was working in Burbank, beautiful Ooh. downtown Burbank, yeah, yeah. and then staying in Van Nuys. But the valley is just it's all flat and it's just a huge grid of streets. 
and uh, each street, I believe it's basically from major intersection to major intersection is a half a mile. So it's 0.5 miles. Oh. And it's just a grid, so it's all square. So you can very easily plot out how far you want to go for a run by just going, oh, I'm going to go this many blocks this way, this many blocks yeah. this way. I mean, you can do that in Philly, too, to a certain extent, but yeah. it's tenths of a mile. This is a nice half mile, so you could just... So I would just head out in a different direction each time, and uh, yeah, it was nice. Were you on, like, a lot in Burbank? I was just in a little produ- production house, so it was a... Uh, it looked like a little... It wasn't. It was nothing fancy. It, yeah. it looked like uh, army barracks, and uh, it was a. I would call it an industrial park, but mm-hmm. it was all for different production houses. Oh. So we uh, we were at Christie's Editorial was the uh, the home, and then our uh, production company was Leaps and Bounds Entertainment. The guy's last name is Leapson, L E P S O N Leaps and Bounds. You oh. get that right? I do. That's good. That's yeah. good stuff. And and he he puts makes TV shows or makes TV shows. Yeah, yeah. a lot of reality shows they're doing yeah. right now. They're doing a show with The Rock right now. Oh, is that the um, is that the fitness one where the or is this or another one? Because there's one with The Rock. It's called like Ultimate Titans or something. No, no uh, this is, is. I think The Rock does like, like does a hundred yeah, thousand yeah. different He's things. Busy. I forget exactly what that one is, but they uh, it's, I, I think they have one called A Wedding and a Murder. I think it's called. Oh. it's where they, you know it's like the recreations, you know, crime story type. Thing. Uh, we were like the first comedy show that they uh, that came across their plate. So we uh, can you talk about your comedy show or yeah to, yeah a little bit. I so uh, uh, it was it was a very fun show, very goofy show for Nat Geo Wild. Ooh, I like that. I watched that quite often. Nat Geo Wild. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all the animals. Uh, so it was a Howie Mandel hosted show. Uh huh. It was called Howie Mandel's Animals Doing Things. Oh. That's the title right there because I like it. they do things. I will say that. And uh, so it was basically America's Funniest Videos, except it's all animal videos. I love it. Which oh was my great. God. So it's it's silly, but for five months, four or five months, I just got to sit and watch <laughs> funny dog videos, oh funny goat God. videos, and then, you know, you know, put, you know, write right. funny jokes for it. Let me throw out a question to you. Yeah. What's the funniest animal to write for? Oh, that's Goats are great. Goats with their hopping and their fast. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about young goats. Young goats are great. Right. We had a couple of sea lions. Oh. They were they're very funny. A couple of sea lions, but you don't. Get, here's the thing: you don't get too many of those videos. Yeah, yeah. Because it's it's people submit videos. So, I'd say 70 percent of the videos we got are dogs and cats. That's fun because that's what we have yeah. and we love them and they're great. But you 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 want to throw it out there a little. You want to switch up. Let's see a bird video. Let's see a squirrel do something great. And you would get those occasionally. Let's you know. Let's see some some pig. A lot of pig videos. I will say a lot of pig videos. I like that. But uh, but yeah, mostly dogs. I'd say mostly dogs and cats. We really tried to mix it up and really try to. Now, now was Howie doing like the voices of the animals? Like he does the voiceover. Doesn't necessarily voice the animals. That's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I, I think they they tried to kind of stay away from that. Where it's like right. we're talking. I mean, maybe a little a little bit he would, uh, which I think is great. But uh, so but yeah, he would just voice over the love uh, it. Voice over and you know talk about what's happening. Yeah. See that what's this show would save me hours upon hours of time because my kids and I just like to fire up YouTube. Yep. And uh, mean cats being mean to dog videos sure. right oh. and we just spend hours of cats being jerks to dog videos and then like you know puppies and baby videos you know just like the whole yep. I would have, it depends on the mood we're in we're gonna we're gonna bring that all to you right on your big screen oh my god I'm so excited yeah. Nat Geo Wild Nat Geo Wild I believe it's uh, debut it's season 2 so I didn't do I wasn't a part of season 1 right. so this is the, the new revamp season 2 and uh, it's I think it's gonna be airing starting in June oh that's fantastic yeah, starting in June yeah, so that was uh, so that's what I did. I got to uh, oh hang God. out there. We uh, it was great. We we had a 
in in our editorial in the the building where we were it was our production company like is housed there there's a bunch of different shows hats yeah. of course and all different types of shows we were the only comedy show they put us out in the garage basically we were, we were literally <laughs> in a garage with like a bay door but it was big but it was it was really cool because it was you felt like you were in this cool kind of like loft kind of google how i'd probably imagine it but mm-hmm. not not as fancy but just high ceiling and just we're in this garage but it was gigantic and there was only about i'd say about eight of us working on the show on our show at any given time so we had the run of the garage so they just uh they nicknamed us the comedy garage so we were just the comedy garage and and, and you are now opening up a comedy club called the Comedy Garage in LA, correct? I am. Yeah, it's called the Comedy Garage. It's going to be uh, evenings uh, from uh, seven to ten. The shows, and uh, we actually talked about that because <laughs> of course it did. would be a great place to have either a comedy show or a, you could, it's like a like a VFW, like throwing like a punk show. I don't think they would appreciate it too much. The edit editing equipment and the, the computers <laughs> would be in there, but uh, but it was great. We we loved it, and we get to hang out in the uh, the Comedy Garage every day. That was that was my job every single day. It was great, and watched goat videos. So you must be so excited to be home. Enjoy our weather because it's been fantastic lately. Of course. Um, hey, you know we'll take a break and we get back. We got to ask questions. Like people are like, Chip, you were gone for so long. Yeah. How did Stanley stand it? Yeah. How did Kim survive without you? And how did all of your friends? Yeah. With no Chip around, right? And uh, I met a few new friends. You made friends? Uh, well, I just did this evening. I met two new friends. Oh, we'll talk about uh, that. I was very excited <laughs> to meet. So uh, yeah, we're, we're gonna find out about that. Yeah, this is exciting. And I'm going to play a just this is a deep cut off the new Valley Lodge record. Valley Lodge, as you know, it's one of the many bands that uh, Chip and I, our friend Dave Hill, is in. Dave Hill. Dave Hill, one of the funniest guys and also one of the most talented guys, guitar wise, songwriting wise, just all around fun guy. I believe Painted Doll is his other band, and this is Valley Lodge with the song Fire!
And we're back, people. That was Valley Lodge with Fire off of their latest record, Fog Machine. How great was that, Chip? It was amazing. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Super talented. Check out all Dave Hill stuff. Just go to Bandcamp, Valley Lodge, and type in Valley Lodge or just type in. Guys, I'm not going to tell you how to use a computer. Can you think of any other comedians that also do... That you know that have not just do musical comedy, but that have a band that do it well. That do it well. Beside, like Jack Black and yeah. Kyle Gass, sure, their stuff is great. It like is. if they were comedians and you just heard them doing that kind of metal, mm-hmm. like operatic metal, yeah, they're great. Yeah, they're like great. you would listen to that if you were into that type of music and be like, these guys are great and sure. they're funny. Yeah, I mean, there's not many. I mean, there's so many comedians who frustrated musicians musicians who are frustrated comedians you know yep. like that i think it's hard because most of the time you would know you have to like choose one or yeah. the other right you gotta focus you gotta focus that's good um so yeah check out dave hill we're back people i wanted to chip we wanted to get back to talking about la but what we want to talk about was you left your family. You abandoned your family to go seek out the riches, fame, and fortune of L.A. while your awesome wife, dog, and two cats were just home in Philly, freezing cold Philadelphia. If that's how you want to say it. I don't know. I'm, I mean, yeah, if that's how you yeah, want to say yeah, it, yeah. I, I did. I abandoned them. I didn't. Well, here's something that I don't know if I told you. Uh, I left without telling them. I just took <laughs> off. I left a note on the dining room table. My stuff oh, was sure. gone, That's so I'm sure they they figured it out. Uh, but yeah, no, that was that was the hard part. That I, I loved LA, but that was the worst part was even the wife and the dog and the cats behind. Yeah, uh, you know. So uh, she luckily she came out to visit for a week at Thanksgiving. We had Thanksgiving in Van Nuys, which we got to uh, we got to travel. We got to we got to see LA and and do all that fun stuff. So that was great. And then I was home for a few weeks at Christmas, and then I was just out about three more weeks in January. So it wasn't too long in January. But uh, yeah, that that was. Uh, that was, but it was, uh, but it's gonna be back. Was gonna it be back with her and the animals? Was it great when you came home? How, what was the greeting Stanley gave you? He, as you know, Stanley is not no. a very emotional, emotional right, young yeah. man. He, she actually, we we do a video oh, both times God. I came home. She 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 <laughs> did take video, and I think he was just so overwhelmed. Jumped off the couch and just was uh, didn't squeal or anything to do that too much, but was just like on me. And then for the next two hours would just like put his body on me and would oh. not would not move like he was just i just kind of had to be in the laying down position and him just uh pushing his body on top of me for uh, good feeling for right time. it was great it was great Feels yes. good to be so, uh... so yeah so it was good and we've been spending a lot of quality time uh now, now that i'm home so it's, that's been good been a walks getting some uh, hoagie droppings in getting some hoagie shaking some hoagie droppings <laughs> eating those carrots like crazy uh yeah he's uh he's all over the italian market yeah anytime we see any food on the ground when we take our dogs for a walk uh the girls we call them hoagie droppings. hoagie droppings yeah yeah that's his uh that's his fa- that's his staple Right yeah. 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 I think we just went into uh, our pet chat. Speaking of pet chat. So, hey. by the way, I should say, uh, Stanley's great and the two cats. Uh, or Ernie. Gary and, and Ernie. Ernie yeah. Our new our new newer cat. I guess about a year year and a half now. Yeah. He's, he's becoming a uh, substantial cat. He is. Uh, he he might be bigger than Stanley Stan now. Oh, yeah, wow. he's uh, he's a big boy, and uh, he's but he's a good boy. He uh, he's he's very active. He likes to run around, and uh, he's just a he is a a, th- a thick, uh, strong, broad, brawny cat. That's that's a good way to be for yeah. a cat, right? Yeah. 
So speaking of uh, animals, yeah, uh, yeah. I walked in your uh, oh. into your uh, into your studio here, but before yep. we went into the studio, we went into what I would call your home. Yes, and you were greeted. I was greeted very enthusiastically, <laughs> not by you or your wife. No. Not that you weren't. You right. were sort of at the end of the parade. Yes, <laughs> in the in the foyer, I got to meet some new friends. Yeah, there. Uh, I don't know. I, I I don't think we might have mentioned it, but since the last time we met, sadly, my super dog Winslow. Uh, had a good life, but he passed away. He was 17. 17 years old. How great yeah, is that? He yeah. Had a, you know, love the guy. I still talk about him constantly and still a part of our, our, our life in, you know, memories-wise. So he passed away. Um, great life. And then we waited a couple months. You know, we, we kind of grieved and, and did all of that. And, and I said, you know, obviously we're going to get another dog because... When you're used to having pets in your house and they're gone, like the silence is deafening. You know, people say that and it's true. Um, and plus, my kids love pets. So I said, let's get two dogs. Yeah. Right? Why not? I figured if we're going to have one, have two, they can keep each other company. So, sure. So I spent the majority of the summer on a quest to find a bonded pair of older dogs. Okay. Why not give older dogs a chance? Sure. Why not give. You know, I, I I was just trying to think of the case scenario that's the least wanted. I, not that I disagree with you or like right. that I think it's a good idea to get an older dog. I just can't believe what you did. With, you know, you have, <laughs> uh, these dogs are both 37 years old. It's amazing. They're, I don't know how they're still alive. They seem young and chipper, <laughs> but 37 years. I, you know, they, Is, That's got to be a record. I know. They told me they were both 37, and, yeah. and they, they don't really look it, but we're going to go with that. They're 37. So we I found a mainline animal, animal rescue way out in a beautiful part of uh, Montgomery County. It's like literally a farm. Okay. And these dogs were there for a while. They were uh, given up. They're five years old, actually. They were given up. Uh, an old woman had them with a house full of cats. She was a hoarder, and the dogs didn't get out that much. Huh. But they were a bonded pair. So basically, they're like, you got to take both if you want to adopt one. Yeah. And they were at the shelter for a while. A lot of people came in and saw them. And by bonded, you mean they can sell home and life insurance? Yes, is that right? they're completely bonded. That's okay. a nice part, like the side business, the extra money. Yeah, that's got to bring in something for you. Yeah. So, so you got uh, so they they had to come together. Yeah, and, and so we get... and I saw them online, and I'm like, these guys are so cute, but we're on vacation, and I'm like, when we get back, we'll check in. Got back, and then we looked, and they weren't on the website anymore. Ah. Like, oh man, they look like such perfect dogs. Then, like a month later, still looking, I could not find. I just said, you know, I'm going to call them up. And I'm like, hey guys, remember you used to on the website, you used to have that bonded pair? They're like, oh, we still have them. I'm like, oh, I'm, what the, what are you, yeah, yeah. get I'm them like, out there. I'm coming Saturday. They're like, you're coming Saturday. And, you know, it was literally one of those love at first sights. Like, they both came bounding in the one dog, Shelby, the orange one. She yep. just, like, jumped up on the couch, started giving licks to Kelly and the girls. And then Star, the little... Uh, so did... And I'm sorry, did, did your family go to visit yes. or you... Okay. We, all four of us went, and we basically met them, and we fell in love with them right there. And they're like, all right, um, so get back to us this week and let us know what you think. I'm like, no, we want them. Yeah. We want them, Done. like, right now. And they're like, wow, really? I'm like, yep, we're, t- we're taking them. They're like... Did you have a wad of cash with you? <laughs> <laughs> what they do do is they're like totally serious so like you have to have a backyard fenced in mm-hmm. we're going to come to your house and check your oh, fence okay because they're like if we're going to give up these dogs that we spent a lot of time and money helping out we don't want some idiot right sure um so 
I spent like a week just reinforcing our fence, doing everything. They came, they checked, gave us the most, the, the least, like the most cursory look. They're like, oh yeah, it's fine. And I'm like, all right, well, you could have looked a little bit more. I spent a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. So I brought these two puppies home. I was so excited. Put them in the backyard. I'm walking around, watching them just tear it up. They're having the greatest time. I go back in the house to like get my camera. I come out and they're both gone. Are you serious? Right away, they found a hole. They found a breach in the perimeter. They found a hole. Really? And I look over, and I see them like two houses away just running out to a busy road. And I'm like, whoa! And I run in the house, grab both leashes, and... I was chasing them for probably 10 straight minutes. My neighbor's like, whose dogs are those? And I'm like, they're mine. Oh, no. <laughs> so I finally corralled them, and it took, like, another couple of days of finding, like, where they got out. Yeah. And the amazing thing is, and I patched those little parts of the fence, Shelby kept escaping. And for, like, two weeks, we couldn't figure out how she did it. There was no way she was getting underneath. I finally watched her. She can climb a chain link, a four foot chain link fence. She can climb over it like a human. Oh my God. And then she just plops over on the other side and she just chills out. She doesn't run away now, but she just likes to be on the other she side. She just of the fence. does it to do it. Right. So we can't afford to like replace that fence. We've replaced like half of the fence already. So we just let her escape every now and then. Yeah. And then we go and Well, get she her. knows if she's just hanging out, I guess that's, uh, yeah. that's fine. Get her exercise. Get her exercise. They're, they're great dogs. Star, the one, uh, very, she's just a baby. She's a big, as you know she just likes to get belly rubs yes i saw her belly very early yeah, on right away she just gives you the belly and that's it the other one star we're, we're we're learning to love each other star and i she's very um she had some issues when we got her separation anxiety uh some dominance issues but she's a beautiful animal and you know we're gonna work it out i feel like that was our relationship when yes, we first started the dominance I thing the dominance thing and then yeah, you'd I, leave i'd get all upset right sure the belly yeah a lot of belly yeah. scratches yeah uh but these these dogs are great they're thank you and uh, you you take you take them on walks a lot. Oh yeah, just out of the backyard. Well, they were in a they literally were la- raised in a, an apartment, didn't get out. I don't know if you've ever tried to walk two dogs at once. It's it's tough. It's tough, and they're both little strong dogs. It, they, especially, and they're not super little either. No, they're pretty. They're both about forty to forty five pounds. One's pretty pretty solid. Yeah, and they both want to go in separate ways, and all they want to do like outside to them like picture not being outside for five years yeah then all of a sudden you're outside they smell every little thing they want to like run up on every lawn and just and they're both going in separate directions so the hardest thing is one's pooping you're trying to like and the other one's pulling your other arm out of the socket and it's just me like a crazy man just shelby i'm trying to pick up stars poop just give me five seconds yeah that kind of yeah but it's great that's great. That's yeah, great. They're, it's uh, fun. I, they're, they're a fine addition to your home. Thank you. And I, I really wish you hadn't painted your uh, living room and dining room so much. They do have to sort of squeeze through squeeze it since through, they are yeah. such small rooms. But that's all right. I think, yeah, I think the next coat of paint will be the final one. I'm really excited. It's going to be a tartan plaid. Oh, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, it's, it's going to take a while, but uh, sure. But uh, I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> There was news today, Chip. You know, you and I are always on on the computers, always on the internet, looking for news, right? You like yeah, news? Are. I'm a news junkie. A news junkie, would you say? You got like CNN on, MSNBC on one, uh, yep. Fox just to make fun of it on another, right? Yeah. Sadly, Peter Tork died today. I know. 
Yeah, that's a. Uh, uh, we'll do a moment of silence after. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. podcast. I feel like it's not good for. There's dead air is not good. Dead for, air is uh, not good. But uh, but we, w- we just know that after you feel free to pause this right now. But yeah. after mm-hmm. the podcast, we will be doing a a moment of silence for Mr. Torque. Yeah, Chip. I saw a tweet. You had a, a pretty good uh, idea, right? Ah. What what was it about the monkeys? <laughs> so as soon as I saw it, I yeah, was yeah. like, "This is our chance. We have yeah. two monkeys left." If uh, I want to say. Uh, Mickey Dolans? Uh, sure, we'll say Mickey Dolans. No, yeah. Mike. Mike. Yeah, you're right. Mickey Dolans. Mickey Dolans and, and Mike Nesmith. And my, yeah, correct. Uh, Mickey Dolans and Mike Nesmith, and then of course here here we go. We also have two Beatles left. Right. We got Paul and Ringo. Paul and Ringo. Whoa. Bring them together, form a supergroup. Wow. Yeah. What would you What would you call them? My original idea was to call them the Kinks. Uh, I thought so that was a fun name, but then I realized that was already easy. Yeah, you did some research. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, you know, people were definitely throwing it out on my Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, the the uh, the 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 Monkles, the the uh, <laughs> the, uh, the the Bunkies. There was a, there was a couple of different Bunkies, yeah. Super Smash. Uh, I don't know what I would call them. Yeah. Well, you know, well, we, we have, have time. Any ideas? Yeah. Let's, we have time. We have time. I've I've reached out to all four of their agents. Good. Uh, haven't received any return calls yet, but I know it's it's sure it's a busy day, especially for the Monkeys. They're morning. Uh, I here here's something. Yeah. I'm gonna put something out there. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Uh, first of all, Mike Nesmith, great musician in his own. Uh, listen to the band is one of my favorite songs. It's a monkey song. I, I believe he wrote it, and it's just a great kind of country rock song. It's just it's a great song. Uh, I re- I remember watching the Monkees as a lad. Uh, they were on Nick at Night. That was my uh, that was my jam. And when they were a kid, it was like this silly thing. And I re- I know my mom liked the Monkees when she was a a young young mm-hmm. gal. And uh, I always thought it was, it was silly and stupid and fun and okay I'd watch this and then I didn't watch it for about probably twenty years and a couple of years ago I happened upon an episode and I was like let me sit here and watch it. now I'm in the comedy business uh, I don't laugh uh, like out loud a lot because you know yeah. you, you've seen it you've been there yep. you, you analyze it more it's not that I don't enjoy it I belly laughed a number of times during it's and I really watched a funny, right? it's a really funny if you get the chance to watch the monkeys TV show it's legitimately a very very funny show do you want to hear some monkey trivia maybe I, I can would, ask you some questions some mon- oh can I try to answer I, I don't want to look am I not supposed to don't look, look. Okay. No, I have it on I have it on the big screen here okay. between 1966 and 1970 pretty much the heyday of the monkeys sure. how many records did they put out oh jeez uh I don't expect you to count, but so you said sixty-six to seventy, right? So that's I guess four years, maybe four to four to five years. I would assume they would try to churn out as many yes, as they can, and they certainly did. I'm going to say six, nine, nine. Really? You said six. Wow. A third more, Chip. I did some wow. quick math. Nine yeah. records. Yeah, yeah. It's it's amazing, right? Wow. Nine. The last one in 1970 only featured two of the original monkeys it was uh davy davy and, jones and, yeah. and um i believe mickey Dolan. okay yeah um peter Turk got the job of the monkeys because this man went in a very famous musician at the time well not very famous but famous enough musician went at a time got turned down they said his uh teeth and hair wouldn't show well on tv and the producer said well do you know any other nordic type musicians and in this guy who's part of a very famous vocal rock trio, and also, it was a trio for the most part, but at one point they had an extra guy. 
We're not talking about Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Yes. Are we really? Stephen Stills. Stephen Stills. Yes. So this was before. So I guess this was before Stephen Stills was Stephen Stills. Right. He was in. Oh, what was he in? Um, he was. You know, they were all in other bands. They were in yeah. The, one of the guys the was in the Hollies. One was in the, the Birds. Yeah. Right. They're all in different ones. Really. Yeah. So Stephen Stills got turned down, but he was nice enough to suggest Peter Tork. Okay. And Peter got the part. Wow. Um, in 1967, at their peak, they outsold the Beatles and Rolling Stones. And that was the year Sgt. Peppers came out. Really? And the uh, Stones had uh, Between the Buttons and their, and their Satanic Majesty's, Majesty's request. request. And the monkeys, monkeys outsold them. them. Holy crap, monkeys. The tweens are buying those albums up. Wow. Yeah. Um, only two monkeys appeared in every one of the TV shows. Twerk was one of them. Who was the other? Probably, wow! It's it, it would either be Davy or Mickey. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Mickey. Yeah, good. Is it Mickey? Yeah, okay, because I know Mike was the one that was. He wanted to be more of his own musician. Yes, he was, a, he was, he was a, like guy. serious musician. Yeah, and I think he hightailed it out after yeah, yeah. a while. Yeah, okay. Um, Stephen Stills auditioned for the Monkees, as we discussed. Another famous singer, but he was also famous. He's a more famous songwriter. Wrote a bunch of hits. He was an actor, and he was very small, and he's known for his kind of long blonde hair, and he was in Smokey and the Bandit. I think I know who you're talking <laughs> about. Wait, was he, Was he? Uh, I'll say the name in a second. Was yep. he, uh, what, did he audition for the band? Is that, is that what, what was he, the question? Yeah, he auditioned to be okay. in the Monkees. W- would it be, I was actually going to make a joke, and then I think oh. I'm right. Uh, what was your first thing you said? You, you said he was he was a writer. He's known for uh, is it Paul Williams? Yes, Paul Williams. Really? Yeah, he wrote a slew of hit songs. Is that right? And there's a great documentary out about. Uh, about right. I'm still I'm still alive. Yeah, I'm still alive. I'm yeah, not yeah, dead. Something like that. I'm not dead. I'm still Paul. Something like that. That's a great. I, I watched that. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, I had surgery a couple of years ago. I still remember this. Nothing major. I'm still yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay now. Yeah. Uh, just a routine <laughs> thing. But I was I was laid up for a couple of days and uh, I. Threw it on, and I was just dumbfounded. Amazing I, how prolific he was, like in his career. I mean, he wrote uh, "Rainbow Connection," yeah. maybe one of my favorite songs. Yeah, wrote the theme to "Love Boat," I yeah. believe. Uh, I mean, just wrote so many things. Uh, he uh, he used to scare me when I was a little kid because he he looked otherworldly. He did, right? He looked. He just looked something about him. I mean, he's just he's just a, he's an odd looking gentleman. Uh, he kind of looked like if uh, if. John Denver sort of had an evil twin. Yeah. Like when I was young enough to like, oh. I was like, wait, is that John Denver? It's like, oh no, it's another man. Yeah. And then from what we've learned through the documentary is that he was, uh, he was uh, fond of the drink and the cocaine. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so he's always kind of out there, but he was always just a, a goofy. I, I want to say he also had something to do with the Muppets. Oh, he wrote yeah. Daydream Believer, but I think he or Daydream Believer, <laughs> Rainbow Connection. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he, I think he maybe. Maybe he was on the Muppet Show. Or oh yeah, was he, he was. One of the movies. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He was in. I believe he was in the the first Muppet movie, and he appeared numerous times on the Muppet Show. Okay, this is a great one. You ready for this? Okay. Both Mickey and. Oh, and, and by the way, and I apologize. Yeah. So the question was: So Paul Williams, he yeah. auditioned to yes. be a monkey. Didn't get it. Okay. Yep. Um, both Mickey and Michael auditioned to play this role on maybe the most popular sitcom of the 70s, early 80s, and the most popular character. I think I know this one. Uh, is it Fonzie from Happy Days? Yes, it is. Is it? Yes. Nice! Arthur Fonzarelli. Can you imagine Can you imagine Mike Nesmith with his little beanie yeah. being the Fonz? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. No. Yeah. And Mickey, I could kind of see Mickey, but Mickey yes. has like a permagrain. Like he's always smiling. He's always happy. And he looks pleasant. Yes. Right. For yeah. the Fonz. Um, what musician had to change his name? Because of the popularity of the monkeys. 
His original name was David Jones. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go with Davy Jones then. Right. Was Davy Jones yeah. was popular, but there was another popular British musician who had the name Davy David Jones at the time. Oh, really? Yes. Really? Um, yes. David and, Jones. And he wasn't thrilled about having to change it, but he did. So wait, so the so Davy Jones kept the name, but the other musician yes, it had was to David it. Jones, and he had to change his name, right? Um, and you know what? And he did okay with these ch ch changes to his name. With yes. ch, ch changes, is that right? Yes, Mister uh, David Bowie. David Bowie. Really? Yes. yes. David. He he ch ch changed his name. Yeah, good. That's pretty good. Well, right? Yeah, that was a great one. That Thank was a great you. Wow. Is this fun? We, we like monkey talk? I like. I love monkey talk. Maybe monkey even business. after. Maybe Can we call this monkey segment business. Monkey, monkey business. business. Yeah. Every part of our running podcast, chatting while running, running while chatted podcast, we'll, be, we'll have a feature called uh, monkey business. I guess we should point out <laughs> yeah. the fact that we are sitting in your oh, yeah, yeah. We're not. podcast studio. <laughs> we are not running this time. We're right? not running. We're, you're, I, you're running. You right. don't have to be. I mean, that's, you're you, not going to disappoint us. But Take us along with your runs. But sure. It's a little cold. We're going to be out there soon, but yes. right now we're just cozying up, doing an indoor podcast, meeting dogs, and we have one more bit. For Monkey Business is probably our most popular bit. Everyone I think so. loves it. Um, this guy who created a very famous science fiction series realized he needed a young mop top character to lure more teenagers. Okay. So he hired Walter Coney as an iconic character for his new space show. Okay. Do you think you know what late '60s space show? Um, I, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Is it Star Trek? Yes. Wait. Okay. Wait. So who did he hire? Right. Who? Look at the whole picture. The whole Star Trek cast, if you will. Yeah. Who's a Davy Jones s type guy? When I when I mention him, you'll be like, oh yeah. And I don't. And I I don't know Star Trek. Yeah, I don't know very it that well, well either. I do. Um, all right. There was a guy called Pavel Chekhov. Okay. Remember oh, Chekhov? Chekhov. I read Chekhov. Right. Okay, sure. And, and when yeah. you hear that, then you picture Chekhov. He had the Davy Jones mop top. Yeah. Cute, kind of good-looking guy. Yeah. But Roddenberry wanted to, like, you know, it was like William Shatner, your normal-looking, every, you know, like Hollywood-looking guy. Yeah. Spock, you know. Yeah, very interesting-looking. Right. And But they just wanted, like, they a normal. Right. Okay. Well, so his name was Walter Koenig, right? Yes. Okay. Here's what gate – here was we – this uh, your little inside uh, – Inside magic, if you if you want to know this, I love magic. Uh, the only reason I because I'm not a big Star Trek, I would have known that. But I, when you said Walter Koenig, uh, are you familiar with the Never Not Funny podcast? Yes. Jimmy Pardo. Yep. Jimmy Pardo's father-in-law uh -oh. is Walter Koenig. Oh my god! His, he he married Chekhov's daughter. He married Chekhov's daughter. Uh, I believe it's Danielle Koenig, who I met oh one time. She, they came to uh, Philly years ago. We did. Uh, uh, New Year's Eve at Helium Comedy Club oh years about a decade ago and uh, well yeah Walter Koenig uh, that's his that is his father-in-law is he still alive Walter Koenig I believe so wow I believe so well that was monkey business for yeah. you guys it was all things about Peter Tork monkeys and like I said this will be a recurring thing because people are yeah. demanding like we're they right now People are just talking about like just wow the, that 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 Peter Tork talk on the tweeter just my fired. phone is just yeah. we haven't even released this yet I know it's, it's weird that people up. just know all right guys we're gonna take a break and I'm gonna play one of the most fun songs ever right now by the band Wimps this is O P P. Something bad tonight I got other people's 
people this is junk miles with chip and jeff episode 19 you just heard maybe one of the greatest songs about other people's pizza that was opp by wimps off their 2018 record garbage people that's not the nicest name for an album chip no but you know they're they're going for it they're They're going for it that's on kill rockstars records go to killrockstars.com or go to Bandcamp and check out wimps so good so fun it's fun to have fun good times good times um chip i want to talk about since we are running while chatting chatting while running health-based podcast um i've been laid up uh you know i'm still dealing with a little knee injury sure and um you know it's tough when when you can't run so i joined a gym okay yeah i joined a gym a while ago can you say the name of the gym yes and i'm gonna say the name but it's the famous gym in the area that no lunkheads so their thing is like we're a gym for normal people who aren't like uh you know bodybuilder types okay planet fitness planet fitness i gotta tell you judgment free zone judgment free zone yeah it's great. Yeah, it's enjoy it. cheap. It's affordable. It's nice. There's a lot of elderly gentlemen like myself, like using very tiny weights. Happy seventy uh, second. Thank the way. you. You know I what? Missed it last. I week. like to say seventy two years young. I know. I know. You, know you like to say that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's uh, there's a lot of little weights that I can use, which is nice for me and my, my frail little bones. Um, I'm doing a lot of low impact stuff because okay. you know my my knee. I'm still trying to get it back to uh, to where it needs to be to run some races. Right. So I'm doing some bike. I'm doing some elliptical and uh, not a big fan of either <laughs> sure i like running outside <laughs> yes you want to be outside i did a uh, i did a 5k today on the treadmill at uh at my at sweat fitness sweat, my gym. Nice, yeah uh yeah and it's i couldn't wait to get off that treadmill i wanted to keep running right but you didn't want to but i i just couldn't stay there anymore uh 20, 20 to 30 minutes on a treadmill feels like two hours if it you're does. running. Like, if I was outdoors, I could have done just, another couple of miles. Yeah. Um, yes. So what is the prognosis? Do you have a timeline? Of it, my doctor just said you got to rest it. Yeah. He's like, you're old. Um, there's, you know, I basically, my, my uh, meniscus okay. under my patella is just kind of worn away. Okay. Uh, I don't have money to get like a bionic one or, or anything like that. Yeah. So I, I believe you need $6 million. You do. You need $6 million. It it's yeah. certainly. And, and you get an I orange saw a program or, about that. Yeah, and an orange jumpsuit to yes. wear. Um, yeah, so I I'm, I'm slowly taken to the gym, uh, but like I said, there's nothing that beats outdoor running. Yeah, no. right. No. Uh, what's your new favorite exercise to do for machine? That new thing to lift. What, what's what's the thing that really that you f- just feel good when you? Well, do the it? one that I'm I'm at the most is the water fountain. Okay, like, I really enjoy that. You gotta I love, hydrate. I love hydrating. Sure. Um, I like like just little. Do you ever spot any? Do you have somebody spot? You? No, no, no. Because like you know, just be careful. I, I use like little tiny weights, like like machines. You know, whatever you call them. Like you know, I'm talking about at the water fountain. Oh, <laughs> he would spot me. Yes. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty good. I don't mean okay. to brag, but I'm pretty good at the okay. water fountain. But um, yeah, like I just use like, hey, you sit down and you're like, what do I do? Push or pull? 
Yeah. You know, like the machines, you're like, I'm going to push. Yeah, you can do this that. This is for sure. my chest. going to do that for a while. Um, then I'm going to pull down you know, my lats, something sure. like that. But, you know, it's all it's all good. I think I like the lat pull down. That's a fun one. It just lat. feels feels good. You feel you feel kind of like you're on a jungle gym with that one. Yeah, you're, you're like pulling you're, down. There's a little pulley going on. thing I don't like, you always have to take the little rag and, and squirt bottle and clean up after yourself. Sure. So what I do is... I do my my weights first, so I'm not too sweaty. Right. So I don't have to clean that much. Okay. Then I do my my cardio. That's a good idea. And then yeah, 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 yeah. what I'll do is, and this saves time when I'm when I do it because I do a little bit of weights too. Right. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll eat my lunch. I'll just eat a bowl of spaghetti. Right. It gets everywhere. <laughs> I clean it up, but then it's like I don't have to go home and do that same thing. Right, it's like right. I've already had lunch. I've already cleaned. <laughs> already made that mess. What do you think? If you had to eat on one of the machines, let's say you had to eat on a treadmill okay. or an elliptical, and you wanted to not make a scene, what do you think you could possibly get away with eating like on a machine? Like, here's, I would just say right away, like, hey, how about a granola bar? But that's messy. Like, you're going to get yeah. crumbs everywhere. Yeah. They'll probably clog up the belt and, and you know, probably, you'll probably ruin the machine. Right. Bowl of spaghetti, not bad. Um, have, you, have you ever seen a... Uh, uh, Taco bowl, yeah. a bowl made yes, of taco yes. with all the stuff and all the fixings in there. I like that. Uh, and then you eat the bowl and you're done. Yeah, and then nobody would know because yeah. you don't have any. Any, you're not wasteful then. Just like a big milkshake. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like smoothie. How about this? A lot of you know we're runners, Chip. We're professional runners. We yeah. have all the gear. We love running gear. Yeah. When we put on our, our hydration vests, yes. You know, sometimes you and I will go for sure. a run with hydration vests. Fill up those hydration. <laughs> hydration vest just with like a two or three big shamrock shakes i think that's a great <laughs> idea and just just suck on it like it's a uh, you know what you could do is just get a giant case of uh colgate toothpaste yeah do the same thing <laughs> it tastes are you saying colgate toothpaste tastes about the same as a shamrock shake <laughs> i'm 100 saying that yeah i don't know if i've ever had a shamrock shake i'll tell you what though i do i don't go to mcdonald's I'm, I'm an annoying vegetarian so i don't sure. go to mcdonald's uh often but i like the vanilla milkshake so maybe, oh, the vanilla milkshake is nice uh i will say uh i made this i want to say maybe two years ago uh there is a video if you go to the youtubes there, I'd, I'd probably just look up chip chantry i think it's under my my uh, account uh chip chantry shamrock shake uh, i did a tutorial uh, of how to make a shamrock shake i think you would really enjoy it so uh so all the listeners out there go to youtube look up chip chantry shamrock shake or how to make a shamrock shake i think you will find it it was from about two years ago it'd be funny if like if you googled chip chantry the first thing that popped up was shamrock, shamrock shake, shake. Like, wow that's what i'm most known for <laughs> well i also did have that dance craze in the mid 60s the shamrock shake. called the shamrock shake i love chubby checker like when he made a ton of money off of his uh twist yeah and then like he did like six different twists yeah yeah there was you know yeah. like just the peppermint twist yeah the- he's like i'm not Shyamalan, but his twist is that it never changed <laughs> there's no change there's no twist it just it's keeps like, going philadelphia twist and you're like come on burn, burn. yeah just twisting oh it's, it, oh, it's <laughs> time for the thanksgiving twist and it's like everybody sells out that record Oh look, it's a yeah, it's Uncle Morty's funeral twist, and it just keeps going. It's really inappropriate. It's it's the tax season twist. Uh, ready for those refunds? And then you just go back and forth. Uh, uh, I did see Chubby Checker live in concert one time. I call it a concert. It was at D- in Dilworth Plaza. I think it was before they re. I want to say before they even redid Dilworth Plaza. Wow. Uh, in front of City Hall. Yeah. And he did a noontime show. My. Uh, why wouldn't a performer 
love to do a yes. new time show. My 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 girlfriend at the time, now wife, well, was wor- wor- she's a big Twist fan. I've she's noticed a that about huge Twist fan. Yes. Obviously, is like who's your favorite? Who's your favorite music artist? Chubby Checker. Hey, what's your favorite song by him? Oh, all of the all twists. twists. Uh, and. She uh, uh, she worked at City Hall and she found out about this and me and Johnny Goodtimes joined her at <laughs> lunch one day and Chubby Checker came and he sang to the twist and I think they were gonna do a thing where it was gonna try they were gonna try to do like a world record of like the most people doing the twist at one time oh. but like it couldn't have been that many people like just do it at a stadium concert one time and everybody could do it uh, but he was it had to be a hundred degrees that day he is a hundred years old <laughs> he was in the tightest jeans I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I want to say a denim shirt and a denim jacket and the the most jet black hair I have ever seen in my entire life. It was, uh, but he did it. He came out. He sang. He was great. And we uh, we all did the twist. I was on an airplane with Ernest Evans. Once. Were you Yes. Really? D- directly across Kelly and I, I think we're going to uh, – I think we were on our way to – no, it wasn't Canada. I don't know. Right at the time. Maybe uh, – I think we were going to, to L.A. for my cousin's wedding. Now, speaking of which – Yeah. Now – were you are you big time enough to be in first class or just chubby checker fly no, coach? he was he was coach he yeah. was coaching it yeah he was and like you said jean jacket yeah yeah white sneakers yeah jeans and he he looked like he just was really tired yeah this was like 10 years well, ago he's doing the twist all the time it's 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 a like, lot of cardio bitch. <laughs> it's just it's a lot of cardio well, here's the thing, too. You know, maybe that's something, if you're not running, if you, if you get tired of playing yeah. fitness, just come down here do the twist. <laughs> uh, you could shed some calories. They call him Chubby Checker. He is a fairly lean man. Oh, my God. Uh, speaking of uh, <laughs> speaking of flying uh, first class, uh, I, and I don't, like to, I don't like to do this yes. to toot my own horn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should tell you the story. Uh, when I was flying back from Los Angeles, uh, I saw a um, – I, I was coming – I was getting on the plane and I saw uh, a soldier, like an active, right. you know, he was Military. in his fatigues and yeah. all. And uh, he was, uh, you know, they you hear stories, about uplifting stories. It's yeah. like, you know, this kid's just going to war, coming back from war. You know, I should do something for him. I gave up my seat. No way. For for him. Wow. Nice. Yes. Now, I will say he was already in first class and I was a coach. <laughs> Uh, so he was resistant, but I was like, no, no. no please, young man, you take, wow. take my seat. And, oh. and then here's the thing. I got to sit in first class the whole time. Wow. It's the old win-win. It's what, what they like to call reverse psychology. <laughs> I can't believe everyone fell for it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's I got a- lauded for it. People were just, wow, Local look at news. him. Giving up his seat yeah. in row 26, 26E. Yeah. And then I got first class. Hey, you know, like yeah, a lot man. of times when like a soldier will come home, the dogs yes. are just so incredibly happy to see them. Yeah. I feel like like a pet turtle doesn't get the same amount of viral videos because it just takes same amount of enthusiasm. It just takes a lot longer. It's a lot more bandwidth. Yeah, it's just a lot that right. video. But yeah. I'm, I'm sure he's just yeah. as excited. Just, he is, and it comes out of a shell literally. Right. Just, just walks over, right. trots, trots over. And it's just like the, the soldier looking at his watch, but he knows his little buddy's coming. He's like, "That's that's all right." There, yeah, Shelby, <laughs> Shelby, because he's a turtle. Yeah, not in honor of of my. Oh, that's dog. right. Your dog's name Shelby. Yeah, that's right. Wow, that's good. Look at right now. We have my daughter Juliet is back um petting how star. Is, how is star let's get a report how's really? star she's asleep she's asleep yeah are you still rubbing her belly uh, yeah. good she needs some belly rubs i think that's awesome
And we're back, people. Junk Miles of Chip and Jeff, episode 19, 2019. We're back, guys, and we're better than ever. Chip, want to talk some music? Let's talk music. Um, did you see any bands? Or- no, you didn't see anything when you're out in LA, right? You didn't get to this down to the hot spots too much. I mean, I I am kicking myself. They always say regret the things you didn't do. Uh, I there was a one Sunday night in October, late October, early November, where I believe it was then, where I could have uh, a ticket, but it was a Sunday night. It's like you know you got to wake up the next morning. Chips tired. I'm sleepy. <laughs> you know I wanted to. I'm trying to be. We we had long work days, right. and you know I wanted to be make sure I was doing my best job. Uh, and I gave up tickets to the Hollywood Bowl, Uh-oh. which I sh- should have just gone for the yeah. Hollywood Bowl. Uh, to the Hollywood Bowl to see Phil Lesh from the Grateful Dead, right? Sturgill Simpson, yeah, great yeah. Uh, musician, and Mr. Willie Nelson. Wow! Uh, I, I should have taken the ticket. I would have. I did not, and I, I do regret it. Yeah, I would have went to see Willie. That would have been pretty cool. But uh, no, you needed your sleep. Yeah, yeah, that's great. How about how about you? What did you? Any any? Yeah, you know what? This is my this is my year of seeing uh, all my favorite bands from the '90s. You're hitting a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. Here's well, here's my here's my little um thing right now. I'm I'm doing. Just saw Bob Mould. Okay. How was that? How was Fan- that show? Just fantastic. I, I think the thing with Bob and I went with my friend Joe, Joe Buck from college. Like, Bob comes out, blisters through, like, five songs before he even says hello. Sure. The, like, the last time I saw him, when he, he did uh, All of Copper Blue. He played eight songs in a row before he took a break. Do you know how exhausting that is? It's and Especially those songs. Those songs. And then this time, I think he got the song four or five. And like, it's three guys. It's John Worcester on drums. It's uh, Jason Narducci on bass and just Bob. And the thing about Bob Mould is he plays lead and rhythm at all at once. And it's like I can't even describe, like my friend Joe's like, how does he do that? And I'm like, he's just a guitar wizard who knows how to like, do them both. Yeah. Um, and they were great. They're, the new album's great. It's called Sunshine Rock. And what is the name of his outfit right now? It's the Bob Mould Band. The Bob Mould Band. Yeah. Okay. So it was Bob Mould was in Husker Du. Sure. Then he was Sugar. in Sugar. And then he released a few albums, just Bob Mould. I believe his the albums might be just Bob Mould, but he goes on tour under Bob Mould Band. I don't okay. know. I think because he le- legitimately, he's been in this band with John and Jason, I think, longer than Sugar and almost as long as with Husker Du. Can I ask you, how many different versions of the twist did they cover <laughs> well they did the bob mold twist okay they sure. did the husker do twist sure. they did the sugar twist the sugar twist they i mean i know that there's, I'm there's sure. some royalties there that i know that's still in litigation <laughs> i'm positive chubby checker the fourth twist he had was the sugar this twist. is the sugar twist yes yeah, so they, they don't they only did three twist songs but they, they were great and where did you see them 
uh, the greatest place to see a band in um, Philadelphia, which is um, Union Transfer. Union Transfer, great. Spaghetti uh, Warehouse. Yes, the Spaghetti Warehouse. Um, the, the only thing about Spaghetti Warehouse now that Union Transfer... Did you ever see a show at Spaghetti Warehouse? I, I never saw a band play, but, but, but they used to have shows but, at Spaghetti... Oh, I thought that's what you were referencing. No. They used... I, I was never at Spaghetti Warehouse. Okay. There was an elderly couple. Oh, no. I think their name was the Garbers. It was... I want to say Steve and Dolly Garber, yeah, I believe, were their names. They may still be with us. I don't know. Uh, they were doing these shows at Spaghetti Warehouse. Oh, my God. Just, they were one of the only things going on in stand-up-wise in Center City or the city of Philadelphia yeah. uh, when I started. Uh, I was just, I was brand new, and I remember at one point I did get a phone call from Steve Garber asking if I could do the show, uh, but I was unfortunately booked that night, and then it wasn't long after this. Weren't you at the uh, Pasta Palladium that night? I was at the Pasta (laughs) Pasta Palladium, and then, of course, I did my weekend at the uh, Rigatoni Center. The Spaghetti Warehouse. Okay, please. Okay, here's yeah, what yeah. I don't understand. Now I've been to. I've been to the uh, the the Union Transfer a number of yes. a couple times now. Yep. I saw Mike Doty there once. Which yes. we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah. Uh, I saw the old 97s doing awesome. Too Far to Care there. Wow. And nice. which they opened and closed with Time Bomb, which I thought was a very interesting I like choice. that. Why not? Why not? Bookend it's it. the best one of the best songs ever. So yes. just do it twice and then nobody was complaining no and then i saw oh i saw a band called war paint there do you know war paint uh a fe- the female uh, trio or maybe uh, quartet mm-hmm. really good uh and i saw uh the hold steady there once Ooh. which is just always a great band yeah always good to see life uh but here's the thing that was the old spaghetti warehouse right yeah okay where was the spaghetti where was the restaurant it's, yeah. it's a gigantic building well I tell people this when you go there to see a show the one thing you have to be prepared for is like you know it was a spaghetti warehouse and they retrofitted everything but there's still a 5,000 gallon uh boiling pot of hot tomato sauce oh, behind the stage i did not realize that and part that of the deal was when they when they bought it they're like listen we have to keep the sauce alive it was right. an old recipe okay it's just this huge so when the bands play behind him you just see like these little bubbles okay bubbles and they right, kind right. of spits out spits sometimes. out sometimes and sure. everybody's it's like you know a hazard but it's worth it it's like going to see guar yes pretty much it's like going to see guar and the thing is everyone who leaves there you get a little a bowl of spaghetti okay that's and nice. you go up by the stage and they ladle out and depending on the band like one of the band members will ladle it out for you which is a really it's nice experience right so i think that's the nice part about uh union transfer aka spaghetti warehouse now were you ever at the spaghetti, spaghetti no. warehouse no no i can't imagine that that was a like i don't understand how that was a restaurant it's a, it's a gigantic yeah. building yeah. Uh, I, I I did learn, somebody told me that I believe they can move the stage. Are you aware of this? This what? is honest got truth. Uh, they can move the stage to fit the number of people at the... Oh, so okay. Can, yeah, yeah, yeah. They can move the stage up so if there's only 600 tickets, oh, yeah. like, they slide yep. it up so it looks packed. If it's 900 people, they can move it back. Uh, so it's... Uh, this yeah. was packed to see Bobby. Bobby Mould. Sure. Uh, I, yeah, some of the best shows I've seen there. Uh, I saw Swerve Driver recently, Propagandi. Um, oh my God, I, I I've seen so many. I've been there the most. I think you saw Jawbreaker since the last time. Would that is that true? Since no, the-, well, the thing was Jawbreaker was supposed to play in Asbury Park, and it was like 
the weekend they're supposed to play, there was this horrible weather advisory of like tornado, hurricane, some bullshit. Never came, but they canceled. They're like, oh, we'll reschedule. They never rescheduled. Uh, but they finally rescheduled for Philadelphia. I'm going to see them in March. Okay. So jawbreaker in March. Where? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah. Maybe Union Transfer? I don't know. Maybe. And then I'm going to see Jawbox. Okay, different. Different. Jawbreaker, Jawbox later in the summer. Saw Bob. So they're my three like 90s bands. And then who are we going to see next Thursday? One week from right now, depending yeah. on when you're listening to this, it could have already happened, but one week from our pr- present time right now, uh, we are going to a place I have not been to uh, since it was called Brownies, I believe, yeah. uh, Ardmore Music Hall. I'm excited to go. I haven't been there either. Yeah, I haven't been there yet. Uh, go to Ardmore Music Hall. We're going to see, uh, I was so glad we had an extra ticket. I'm so glad you come. We're going to see uh, Mr. Mike Doty. say his name Darty. Darty. I just forgot. Yeah. Like, because uh, Doty sounds like you're making fun of the name Darty. It, it does. And maybe right? he is. I don't know. Maybe he is. Yeah. He used to go by the name M. Doty a lot, which I didn't. That was a thing when he was with the band. So yes. I guess we should tell yeah, the yeah. listeners if they're, they're not familiar uh, with the works of Mr. M- uh, Mike Doty. He was the lead singer of the band Soul Coughing mm-hmm. in the 1990s uh, and uh, has has had a great solo career. Uh, do, do, have you followed his solo career at all? Um, I have one of his albums, maybe one of his first subs. I haven't, uh, I'm very excited to catch up because yes. I'm one of those guys. You tell me I'm going to a show, I'm going yep. to a show. I, I will. You're going to do the homework. Discography from first to last. Yeah. Right well, before well, I now, go. Here, here's the interesting part. I don't know what this show is going to consist of, how much new material yeah. or solo stuff, because what he is doing is he is doing the soul coughing Ruby Vroom album oh, in its entirety. Wow. So that's what I'll you want to focus. You want to start out with that one. Focus on that. Focus I know, on Ruby I know Vroom. that record. Yeah. One of my favorite albums of all Great time. Record. Uh, they put out three, I guess three full length albums. Uh, Irresistible Bliss, uh, El Oso, which is Spanish for the bear. Wow. And then of course, Ruby Vroom. And uh, the t- three of my three great albums. I, I love them. Love Soul Coughing. Never saw Soul Coughing live. So he is. He's put a band together, and he's going to do the Ruby Room their debut album for the twenty fifth anniversary. Also, he's and, a and funny I'm guy. I'm hoping they'll do some uh, other some of his yeah. solo stuff as well. He's a funny guy. I've I've listened to a few interviews. My friend interviewed him for a podcast once, and interesting, funny. All around good dude, very funny guy, and uh, j- just a great guy. I actually saw him not too far from here. Speaking of Ardmore, near my house, I saw <laughs> I saw him at a in a living room in Ardmore about wow. two, maybe three years ago. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I believe maybe it's Ben Lee. Do, does it? There's I a, love Ben Lee. Okay, so I don't really know his work. He's Australian gentleman, right? Is Ben Lee Australian? Australian. Okay. He used to date Claire, Claire Danes. Danes, I think, right? I just and told I think somebody else too. Uh, oh, uh, is he married or was married to Ioni Sky? Might have been. Is that the case? I don't know. I know Anthony Kiedis used to date Ioni Sky. Okay, as did Ad Rock. Yes, Beastie Boys. Right. Might, might have even been married. Even I forget. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ben Lee, I just 
people are like, yeah, wasn't he kind of, because he got to be like a celebrity type guy because he was dating Claire Danes. Sure. But um, yeah, he was a super young musician from Australia. He was in a band called Noise Addict. Okay. Who were good. You know, punky type band. But he has an album. I tell everyone this. Breathing Tornadoes, Ben Lee, like almost a perfect album. Okay. Check out. What what type of music are we looking at? He is, oh, another thing about it. It's very, um, like, I, it's hard to describe. It's just like straight up indie rock. Okay. But he's really good singer, maybe more vocal driven than other indie rock. Okay. But I say this about Ben Lee. I'm not the biggest fan of going to see traditional, you know, like band type guys who go and do an acoustic show, right? right? Okay. So like I've seen people I really like do acoustic and it just doesn't it always feels like something's missing. Okay. There's not enough vocals, not enough uh the vocals aren't right. There's not enough like band, obviously, because it's just solo, but there's like something missing. But I saw Evan Dando, Ben Lee play show together ben lee came up and played 30 minutes of the best acoustic performance i've ever seen anyone play. really just something about the, the tuning of his guitar the the range of his vocals and he was so like just dead set focused but he was so good and i tell really? people it okay. was the best acoustic rock show i've uh, performance i've seen i'll have to check that out yeah i don't i don't know his work uh, i will say i think I, it could have been Ben Lee. I, I, I could yeah. be wrong. But apparently there is some organization, some business, some company yeah. that does – it's called the Living Room Tour. I think yeah, yeah. something to that effect where Ben Lee maybe would go yeah. and just perform in people's living rooms, have maybe 40, 50 people there at most. They knew he was coming. Though. They knew he was okay, coming. Good, good. It wasn't like he would just surprise right. them. Hey, Ben Lee. But they, they were, I think they even literally have an advanced team where like this company would go out and say, okay – uh, so Mike Doty did this. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, hey, do we have any Mike Doty fans in Philadelphia that would like yep. to host him? You need a living room release this size. Well, I don't yep. know what the, what it is. They go scout out the house and like this works. And then I think those people who own the house can invite some people. Yeah. And then you can buy tickets. And there might have been 30 people there. How great and was it? It was, it was great. Yeah. He, I, will, I will say Mike Doty, I think he can be uh, – I, 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 I appreciated Mike Doty, what he did. And I even tweeted – to him afterwards I think he even liked it I was very excited but he you could tell there were some people there that really wanted to see him yeah and then some of these people that were maybe like friends of the owners yeah. and I don't want to disparage the owners I don't know who they were no, but right? it'd be like but oh. like they were just like yeah. whatever yeah and like does he really want to come and do like yep. be he you want to come like as a, as a comedian it's like you want to come and you want people to listen like there was literally a guy a full grown man in his 40s sitting sitting on the floor in the front row yeah and he's during a song, and he's literally just on the phone, like texting or something like that. Son of a bitch! Mike Doty literally stopped and yeah. just said, "Can you put that away?" And like, was kind of a dick about it, rightfully so. Sure. Yeah. Been. And uh, but it was it was a great performance. But uh, so so I will say I do enjoy I enjoy that stripped down stuff sometimes if it's done right. Mike Doty can do that very well. One of my favorite albums you should definitely look up is called Smof and Smang. Hmm. That Smof, sounds like you're making up words there, Chip. Which he did. He <gasps> he made up those words. Okay. Smof and Smang. It's live in Minneapolis. I saw that tour. I saw him at the... It was a seated show at the TLA. Uh, I'm going to call this maybe 2002. Uh, where it's him doing some of his solo stuff and some soul coughing stuff. Uh, it's just him and acoustic guitar. And it was great. And I think this is what you might enjoy too. He tells stories or just yeah. Almost does bits, almost does comedy bits. Yeah. It says funny things in between most of the songs, and they were hilarious. And he was great. It was one of the best shows I've ever seen. It was just him and a guitar, and sort of telling stories and funny things in between. Uh, I actually prefer Mike Doty, just wow. him and a guitar. 
I've seen him that way a couple You're times. You're a solo Doty fan. I'm a solo Doty fan because I think he's just so good yeah. as as it is. I, the first time I saw him was in 2001 at the old North Star, yeah, which well, I don't believe is there anymore. No, it's not. Uh, North Star. He was just the opening act. Uh, he Mike Doty had a little... Uh, a little uh, substance yes. issues in the late '90s came out of it. He's been sober for almost 20 years, or maybe 20 years. Uh, but it was, I think, his maybe his first tour back. He was just opening. He was the opening act. Was this is very interesting. The there was a three act bill at the North Star Bar. We went specifically to see Mike Doty because we were because we we're big Soul Coughing fans. We heard he was coming back. Yeah. Uh, the opening act was this like science guy, like this Bill Nye the Science <laughs> Guy type thing, and he, he he had this thing where he had like a. Uh, like a bass drum and he would fill it with smoke like you know from yeah. a smoke fog machine and he would hit the back of the bass drum and it would shoot out smoke rings okay because like, that's how I guess how and like he, but he just did this these goofy science things but for kind of for kids but really for adults and it was just goofy and fun Mike Doty came out did his set which was great and then the uh, should, I, should I have you guess should I, oh I'd love guessing okay. lead singer All right. of a famous band yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean a 90s band 90s I don't band, call them right. famous but right. you, you would know them uh he was he was great in his own right. I thought he was great. So it was the science guy, and then Mike Doty, and then this other guy who I believe had his own band with him, but it wasn't that band. Right. Uh, he was uh, early to mid '90s, I would say, maybe throughout the '90s. Yeah. Uh, he was it was a solo tour. This guy, um, his name is incorporated into the band's name in in some way. Like it's not like not necessarily like. The Dave Matthews Band, right? Like it's just his like name, like the Ben Folds Five, right? It's right. it's a little bit different, but it's mm. it is. Uh, it, was it Toad from Toad to Wet Sprocket? It, how did you know that? <laughs> Toad from Toad to Wet Sprocket was great. I did see Toad to Wet Sprocket <laughs> at uh, at the uh, at, at the Trocadero a number of years ago. They were great. Um, uh, but you're on the right track. I need another hint. Um, I'm old, Chip. Seventy two. I'm not. I'm. Uh, I can't. So, are you saying that your memory is a little fuzzy? Uh, oh. Oh, um, fuzzy. Uh, maybe. And I'm, uh, I'm looking. I'm, I'm actually looking something up right now. Oh, uh, uh, I, I think I know what you're getting at. Um, uh, here we go. Uh, maybe if you have a uh, mighty memory, yeah, mighty memory. Um, I won't be mocking you anymore for not remembering who this is. <laughs> mighty mocking. I just tell me. Yeah. It's uh okay, I'll I'll give you the uh I, I will tell you that it's his first and middle name yeah. are also the first Grantley Buffalo. Very yeah. good. It was do you know his last name? Did can you pull that one? Grantley Phillips. Grantley Phillips. Yes. Was, and he was great. Grantley right. Be- Buffalo, one of my favorite bands from the nineties. Yeah, yeah, totally. Their, their album Mighty Joe Moon is uh one of my favorite albums. Do you want to hear uh speaking of living room shows? Yes. Two of my buddies had 40th birthday parties where they had their favorite musician come and play. My buddy Dave Galapo. Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. Wait, Uh, so now, shout out to Dave. It was the same party? So they they joined two separate parties. Two separate parties. Two separate parties. One went really well, one didn't. Okay, two separate musicians or did they get the same Two separate musicians. Okay. Oh, wow. So this Dave Galapo growing up was a huge Smithereens fan. Okay. New Jersey band Smithereens. I've always heard how amazing they are they're and great. I've never really listened to them and everybody's they're like they're the best and I need to listen to them. They're really great. Right now Pat- jo- Mr. John Kensel uh, yeah, yeah. very funny guy John I- Kensel good friend of mine uh, is a huge Smithereens fan. They're great and they're going on tour now with because uh, Pat Denizio died 
He passed away a couple of years ago. Marshall Crenshaw is singing for them. Marshall and he's great. great. Yeah. yeah, sure. So they'll probably do some Marshall songs. But anyway, Smithereens are great. So Davey, they had a 40th birthday party at Pat Denizio living room show. Just showed up the guitar and said it was awesome. So really? he just, like you said, you know, in the living room, people requesting stuff. But you don't really like to request because, you know, like they have 10 stone cold, just great songs. Sure. So you know he's going to get through all those, and you're like, this is going to be great. Like, you know, Lou Barlow does, like, similar things. He does it's almost a living room show where they get in a certain amount of people, and they don't tell you where, but then they tell you once you sign up, this is the surprise show it's going to be at in the garden area of this museum. Okay. Right? It's like little secret spots. There is a uh, an organization called Sofar so Sounds. I think it's okay. so, S-O-F-A-R, Sofar Sounds, that does the same type of thing yeah. where if you're a fan, you go, I actually did a show. They do some comedy now. Ooh. And they actually had me uh, perform at a barbershop, like an upscale <laughs> barbershop with like, that have like vintage motorcycles. Yeah, yeah. Those things. Was and it Vicks? Is, uh, Vicks or Nicks? Vicks? Nicks. Nicks? Like Vicks. on a six six and Pine. That's where I get my haircut. That's where you get your haircut. And they have the is yeah. Uh, I performed on. Oh my god! There was no stay. It was just. It was just people just sat on the floor. There was yeah. about forty kids, and uh, I. I. It was. It was just Vicks. a couple weeks yeah. before my. Uh, was it Vix? Right, Vix. Vix or Nick? One, one of those. It's yeah. Vix. Uh, we'll say Vix. Yeah. The um. Uh. It was right before I released. Uh, oh, by the way, I should make that announcement. Uh, I'll make a uh, world, world premiere exclusive announcement here. But um. It was just a couple weeks before I, I recorded my album this past summer. And uh, so I got to do – I just ran – I did almost an hour. And they were the best. They just sat on the floor. I didn't even use the microphone. They had a little wow. microphone. But I was like, I don't need it. it just, we're literally sitting – you know the, the barbershop. Yeah, yeah. We sat there and I just – I did an hour and it was it was the best it was so much did fun did you get your haircut while you were doing it I wish I did what I probably cool. could have worked in a free haircut and picture you like getting like the, the wet the uh, face towel treatment yeah like you're halfway through your set and then the, they bring you over to the chair to wash your hair and you're still going like you're still doing you know your knock knock jokes you like to do yeah, you're like course. all that stuff yeah a lot of then, uh, then when you get the face thing you do your impressions that you love to do sure like you do Jack Nicholson right. Jim Carrey yeah John the Wayne Home Alone Home yeah. Alone would be yeah. perfect right yeah oh that whole thing yeah. I can't believe that's where you get your haircut that's, yeah. so that's where uh, I did a show there a surprise show uh, so you have so you're saying Chip you're teasing this we'll take a break but when we come back I was at a live Chip Chantry taping this past summer. You were. Hilarious. Thank you. My wife and I, my cousin, her husband, we had one of the best nights out. Just all around great. Helium Comedy Club, great place. You're saying that performance is going to be released soon? Uh, I said I had an announcement. Oh, okay. Uh, It's... I don't want to say that I have new information on the Lindbergh baby kidnapping. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it also might have to do something with how I'm releasing my album. All right. When we come back, Lindbergh baby kidnapping news only on Junk Miles with Chip and Jeff, episode 19. And we're back, people. Wrapping it up here, episode 19. We're just going to um, talk about a couple things, a couple recommendations. Chip, hit me with some news. Lindbergh, baby. I got a recommendation. Okay. Re- it's an album that you should buy. All right. It's a comedy album. All right. By uh, comedian Chip Chantry. Oh, I like that guy. Entitled Swingers Party. Whoa. Swingers Party. It's, uh, it's a good, fun time. Yeah. 
Uh, I do a joke about uh, going to a swing. I actually do a joke. I, should, I don't want to give it away, but, but yes. not going to a swingers party, and that's where it came from. Uh, and the um, the album will be out in mid-March, which is very soon. Uh, we're looking at a March 12th release right now. We're hoping that that's with all the computer and the internet yeah, yeah. and all, all that works. Uh, it will be released on, on the iTunes and all of those platforms where you'll be able to get it. Um, so I would love for you to buy. Uh, go to iTunes. Uh, purchase it, rate it, review it. Yeah, is this like is this a release from Helium or is this your? So own? yeah, so this is uh, Helium Helium Comedy Club, yeah. and they're a chain now. They have six locations, soon to be six locations in the uh, cr- across the continental United Whoa. States. None in Alaska or Hawaii, just in the continental yet, United yeah, States, yeah. in the lower forty-eight, as I like to call. Yeah, it. lower forty-eight. Uh, but yeah, Helium Comedy Club. They have a uh, they started a, a little comedy record label called Helium Records. And uh, I was actually the first, Whoa! the first artist that they recorded. I'm not the first artist that they released because uh. they had two other guys who have since recorded and then released quickly. I went away to Los Angeles, and yeah. it was just too much to go back and forth. So I had to put the uh, put it on hold. But now that I'm back, we're all ready to go. We're finishing up the uh, the album artwork right oh now, God. and that's, that's actually exciting. the only thing we're waiting for. And we're uh, we're then ready to uh, to release. It'll be released on iTunes. We're looking at hopefully March the twelfth. Do you get like? Do you get say in the cover or like? Do they do cover arts or? They do cover yeah. arts. I'm actually waiting. Uh, I, I don't want to give it away right now because I'm. I, I want to yeah, yeah, say yeah. a local artist is Ooh. actually uh, Banksy. Yes. Well, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say I'm not going <laughs> to okay. cover it tonight. But a local artist is actually uh, is designing the cover. I'm really excited about it. So that's uh, great. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm uh, very excited. Yeah. So I I should I'm actually hoping I think actually this weekend I'll see the uh, the cover art. And uh, and then we just uh, we submit that to I don't know how it all works, yeah. but we submit it to iTunes and all that. Uh, we're not releasing any CDs or right, vinyls right. or anything like that. People don't see no. buy those anymore. We're just going to go digital. But I would love for people to uh, to get it. I, I I enjoyed the album. I enjoyed doing it. I think it's a I think it's a quality product. I uh, I'm a loud laugher, and I was pretty close to the stage, so maybe hopefully I could hear. I'm thinking, maybe, yeah. I, I'm thinking we might get some uh, some yeah. some Jeff. Uh, Jeff Lyons in there. Some guffaws in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, do you do a record release party? Uh, you, we haven't uh, set anything in stone yet, but uh, but we're, we're gonna we're gonna look into it. What kind of stone do you think you'll you'll write it in? Like when you set it in that stone, it, it'd probably be some sort of gravestone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, probably a gravestone. Either that or igneous. <laughs> It's, it's, a, igneous it, is a good, it's a good rock. Gravestone. It's a good rock. If you're going to set something in stone or rock, yeah, that's uh, that's that's, that's the one to do. <laughs> well, I'm excited. We'll we'll have that information on the website uh, once it all comes out. Very very cool. I was at the show. It was fabulous. Thank it you. was one of the best of uh, performances of you I've seen. And then uh, Pat House, I believe, was also yes hysterical. Who and- is one of the other helium records oh. artist. he recorded his in november and tur- did a quick turnaround released it uh very shortly afterwards nice. so uh so yeah cool very funny guy so this is the part where chip and i recommend things as we close up the show here i have two things i'd like to to uh recommend okay i just watched a 10-part series on netflix each episode got better and better and by the end i was like legitimately sad it was over. I equate it to when I had my wisdom teeth out 10 years ago. Yeah. When that final day of having a delicious Percocet. Yes. And then when it was done, you're like, oh. 
And I realized two things. That was a wonderful 10 days. And if I had another day, I'd probably turn into a drug addict because sure. they were so great. Yeah, yeah. But this is how I felt emotionally. This show is called The Umbrella Academy oh, on Netflix. That is the new, uh, it's like a uh, comic book. Yes. You know, it's, uh, I believe a musician is involved in that, right? Yeah, yeah. it's weird. It's Ger- Gerald Way. I believe he's in My Chemical Romance. Yes. wrote it back in the early 2000s, and he got a lot of good publicity because they're like wow this guy can actually write a comic book yeah and i think a lot of people when they give a a like a nutshell review of what it is they're like picture the x-men directed by wes anderson oh i so i need to watch this it's it's great like because i'm not a comic book no me neither no i'm not a superhero movie guy they bore me but, but it's I've yeah. heard so many I've heard some good things about this. Now I'm definitely now with your recommendation. Yes, I'm I won't ruin anything. I'll just say like the five or six lead roles are so strong. It's really well acted. It's just all around goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's Umbrella Academy, Netflix. So you'll see it as soon as you get a Netflix. And then um a fun thing, go to network77.com. Network Network seven, the number seventy seven. The number seventy seven. And um I believe uh, Twitter friend Rachel Lakeman Lakeman I don't know how to pronounce her last name but she's just this very stylish funny uh, comedy person she's friends with everyone from like Ted Leo you know John Worcester like that whole crew Amy Mann Amy maybe. Mann so they put together Mike, Mike Doty was sort of yes. in that circle for a little while there you go and this this new thing it's the second episode um, Chip and I could show it to you it is basically like a show that was made in the 70s with little vignettes and if you grew up in the 70s late i mean you will love the vibe you'll love the very stylistic very funny um juliana hatfield's in the latest episode bill janovitz from buffalo tom is yeah. in it um it's fantastic 77. network 77 i'm excited about this yeah so you got two good and things you can just watch it for free it's yeah just, just go network network 77 on, on the dot com dot com yeah there's some pretty good recommendations yeah there's some great i'm, I'm excited for both of those I'm, I'm going to uh that's on my list this week so um so we, anything else or do you want to wrap this up and we're tired we haven't done this in a yeah, while we're, we're getting winded just sitting here yeah I mean, um, it's weird we're, we're on treadmills but it's weird that we're standing on treadmills yes. yet we're not moving we're not moving we're but it's just the feel of it it's the feel right um yeah i got a couple of rec uh, yes. recommendations if uh i'll give you a music recommendation this is a little out of my wheelhouse Uh-oh. but uh local uh Philadelphia uh, hip-hop artist, Reef the Lost Cause, has an album who I've met through Johnny Goodtimes, yep. who's on my, my show one time that Johnny and I did, uh, and great guy, and uh, I'm not very well-versed in the world of, of hip-hop, I'm not yep. like an expert, but I mean, I know, I, I've got a couple albums, right. a couple things. Uh, his new album, The, the Majestic, is uh, one of, uh, it's it's an amazing album. It's just right off the bat, just great samples, great uh uh, he, he's an amazing rapper, uh, and it's it's just it's really uh, it's it's great music. Uh, Reef the, lo- Reef the lost, lost cause. cause. The majestic is the album. Really, I, w- I would totally recommend that. Um, I found a band that I really liked. I just, can I recommend just a song? Um, no. Okay. You can't. Sorry. All right. Well, we'll move on. <laughs> you uh, chip this one time. Okay. You let it uh, Have you ever heard? Yeah, this is kind of crazy. I'll tell you a quick story. Okay. There, there was a there's a movie which I would I'm going to throw an extra recommendation. Oh. I still need to watch the end of it. It was late one night. I was out in California with my my roommate Brandon. We were watching a movie called Observe and Report. 
the Seth Rogen yep. mall cop movie. Yeah, very dark, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It was a lot darker than I expected, yeah. and it was kind of great. And I need to watch the second half. Uh, but there was a moment in there, and I'm the type of person. I'm that annoying guy that at, at the movie. <laughs> I didn't. I don't go to the and in life in general. But yes, right. Uh, whenever <laughs> I hear a good song, especially in a movie, I always pull out my phone. Yeah, Shazam it because I want to know yep. what it is. There was a great song, uh, and I looked it up, and it was called Brain. Okay, the brain or brain? I think it's brain, right, right. by a band called. Have you ever heard of this band called The Action? No. They are a British invasion band. Wow. From the mid '60s. Holy goodness! It's one of my favorite songs of all time now, and it was just it just happened to be in this movie, and I just listened to this song on repeat. Take your brain. It's time to. Isn't it amazing when you immediately love a song? Like yeah. it just hits you and then you're like, all right, I got to play it. And then you find yourself on the sixth. Like you literally just keep playing it yeah. over and over. There, I know there's been, and I don't understand it, but the scientific of yeah. like sounds and noises and pitches. Or yeah. Whatever, but it's just one of those things where it's just like, this is just how this chord progression is just, it's the greatest thing in the world. And you'll listen to it. We'll pull it up after the show. Uh, you'll listen to it, and it is uh, – like, you'll think, oh, this is a brand new song. It's like, no, it was made in, I want to say, 1966. I think a lot of shows and movies and stuff, they're all hunting down that, like – and it might have started with Wes Anderson and Rushmore. They're all hunting down those, like, sleeper 60 songs, yeah. right? Hidden gems. Hidden gems, like that. And there's a, there's a new show on AMC called Lodge 47. Okay. Great show. It, do you only watch shows now that have uh, no, yes, the number no, seven in it? Mm-hmm, okay. I do. It's my thing. It came out over the summer, and the show has the best soundtrack of any TV. It's really low-fi, low-key British bands, old and new. Um, my friend Jim Gavin wrote the show, wrote the series. He's like executive producer. That's great. And it's it's one of the best. You and Kim just want to kick back and All watch. Right. It's one of those things where I said like – Say the name again, Lodge. Lodge 47, 47, where a lot of the shows and stuff out there now, there's like always a death, a murder, sure. something that like really bums you out. This is a show about like just a bunch of misfits in society who come together. They all have their problems, but like there's this – bonding friendship that keeps them together and gives them hope okay. and it's really like if you're in big lebowski sure type feel right these, like, these th- yeah. yeah beautiful losers yes. yes and the star of this show is kurt russell's son okay
And Lethal Lost Cause, getting back, does a yep. podcast with Johnny Goodtimes. Yes, uh, called uh, The Philly Blunt. Philly Blunt. Him and friend Greg. Uh, and they interview some really interesting people from Philadelphia. From the Philadelphia area and uh, some really cool stories. That they, they do it in for. Fergie's, right? They kind of do. I, I believe what they do is they allow the guest to pick oh, a okay. bar wow. to go to. And uh, and then they, they, they go from there. So I think Fergie's was at Fergie's. They've been to O'Neill's. There's been a couple other spots. Maybe, maybe we'll have a, a meeting of... Junk Miles runs into. I like that. Runs into a bar, bar and does a crossover right. podcast. I think yeah. that'd be good. Make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, we gave him a lot of great recommendations. By the way, I saw Russian Doll. Uh, yeah, people are loving that. Really liked it. Weird, different. I enjoyed it. Um, there, there is, uh, there is one, and I know you said, they, they, well, though nobody was really murdered. Was nobody murdered? But it was still just a. There is a. If you, you have to be have the stomach for it. There's a crazy. Netflix documentary out there now called Abducted in Plain Sight. Yeah, I won't watch that. It's crazy. I, so I, 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 I wouldn't recommend it for you, but for no. other people. Uh, there is one, though, that I really did enjoy. This goes back to the summer. It was before <laughs> I left for uh, for California. So uh, if you haven't gotten a chance to see it, I believe it's a six-parter uh, called Wild Country. Oh, yeah. About the cult Cra- up, in the, crazy, right? up in Oregon. <laughs> yeah. I heard the new documentary now, the very funny sh- they just re- it's been two years they just released a new one and the new one is supposed to be a take on Wild Wild Country oh that's gonna be great it's called like Bat Shit Village or sure. something and yeah. it's them making fun of that oh that's gonna be great yeah Wow, dude! I, we should really just call this podcast "Great Recommendations", yeah, great recommendations. by Guys with Great Taste. Yeah. And so if we uh, if we can close out yeah, uh, yeah. close out the uh, episode by uh, listening to our favorite song, the recommendation twist. Give me some space and a raw beat. I'll dog it like ball sneeze to get dirty as Lavar Ball's teeth. King calls what they call me, and all these devils tend to shut their mouth when the guard speaks. I miss Sean P. Thelonious Monk, and if you don't know who that is, then I know you would jump in a lake. You get dumped until they place me in cuffs. I be out here rhyming like an eight B on dust. They say I'm crazy as fuck. I'm getting worse every year. Y'all book studio time to take selfies there. I'm rocking a hard place, you never catch me there. You ain't gotta go sneaking shopping for you to catch a pair. I tried to live in the most humble of states, but these rap villains still and kept tugging my cape. And now they ask for peace. I gave them no respite. The message, behold, I the majestic. King poetic, too much flavor. I'm major. Cause I'm an ace when I face the face.
too much flavor, I make up Cause I'm an ace when I face the bass King poetic, too much Cause I'm an ace when I, I drop Yeah. 